Hello, and welcome to Geek Space Nine, the Tuscan Chid Media Network podcast where we discover and rediscover the classic Star Trek series, Deep Space Nine. With me, as always, is Peter Densey. How have you been since the incredibly long time since I've last seen you, Peter? Uh, these last five minutes has, have been spent crying at the loss mm. of not hearing either of your voices, um, mm. but, all, but, but also a lot of reconciliation in knowing that there will be times where I will be utterly and completely alone. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh Fly, flying through the vacuum of space. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're starting off dark for this one. But it's, hey, hey, it's a dark like, season, much I guess. Like my uh, of the season, season finale season, ended, which we'll get to in a minute. Do you remember <laughs> the season finale ended, dude? Come on. <laughs> and with this as well as Sarah Becker, what have you been up to for five minutes, Sarah? I still haven't thought of a Bajoran spice pun. You, you'll figure one out. I believe yes. in you. You have like 30 minutes or so left. So mm-hmm. I, I think you can do it. All right. Well, this week we are discussing. He who controls the spice controls season- the wormhole. There it is. Oh, oh, wormhole. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I give it a little, little golf clap for that one. Very well. Yeah. Um, this week we are discussing season six. Unlimited All of it. Puns. We're doing our season six wrap up. While Sarah thinks about uh, Bajoran spice puns, I believe in you. You could go. Oh, you got to have one that's an actual spice. I know that we have on this earth. I know Dune spice is your favorite, but you got to yes. you got to come up with one of a uh, 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 one currently. I believe in you. Um. Oh. 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 The orb of time. The orb of T H Y M. Hey, Ooh, Ben yes. wins. That's there, the there, there, there we go. There you go. There we go. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you. All right. Woo, I think we can start the episode now. <laughs> we are talking about season six. We're doing our season six wrap up, which we do uh, every time we're done with a new season. And this is our second to last one, you guys. Oh, no. Is, oh, my God. I'm getting very teary eyed. I'm doing the drag queen hand thing. You know I what I'm talking about, Peter? About it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but first let's start off with the, the usual question which is how do you feel about this season overall so tell us how you feel peter this season was so good like it it, 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 it sucks that it took until that it took until the sixth season it, it, to like to like truly feel like this even even though we've said even though you've definitely said this about like the past two but like there's so much love about this season and i feel that like that like like ever like now that now that we're in the middle of the Dominion War, we're like we're, we are like really truly where this show was meant to be, and I'm so happy. Mm. How about you, Sarah? I I really liked this season as well. I mean, of course, I didn't like uh, some events in the the last episode, but. Overall, the season as a whole was very, very good. I thought it was an excellent balance of dark, wacky, and poignant. You know, there were important elements of all of yeah. those things throughout, which uh, it's very hard to to balance that, but they managed to do it back in 98. 97, 98, I guess. Yeah, kind of both. Back when shows lasted forever. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. imagine. Like Westworld coming back for twenty six episodes, that would be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, this episode was fantastic. Uh, that that opening six episode arc uh, was incredible. Uh, even if there was one episode, 
that stupid one episode that makes me say that but uh that that whole arc was just so good uh, there's lots of great tension and stakes the war finally felt like it was actually happening i think we spent like 40 years like waiting for the war to finally happen and now yeah. it is uh, uh there's a lot of loss there's a lot of uh struggle but still there was time for some good like solo episodes some good fun episodes and uh i'll talk about when i do best episode uh how i, I there was this was the hardest one to pick a uh, best episode uh Same. Even it was kind of a Yep. I haven't uh, even really picked one yet. I've got it narrowed down to about five. <laughs> I, I somehow managed to get it down to two that I, that like I thoroughly enjoyed, and and but I'll, I'll I'll get I'll get to them. I'll get to them. Well, let's jump there. Uh, I'll start it off with best of the season, which for me is uh, uh, in the pale moonlight. Uh, I think it's just just because it's a notch above everything. It's just that kind of. That A plus, you know, when uh, when you when you get that A plus material, that's just, uh, and and it's one of the rare like I would put it in the ten best episodes of Star Trek ever. Like it's that good of an episode. This is of course the episode where where um Cisco convinces uh, the Romulans to join the war, or rather tricks the Romulans into joining the war with uh, Garrick's evil sinister help. Thanks, and, Garrick. Uh, oh, it's that, just great. It's it changes. A fake. It's a fake. Yes. No wait, let me try it one more time. Finally... I love doing this. <clears throat> it's a fake. This <laughs> yeah. is great whisper thing. I should have included him on the, the guest list. Oh, my bad. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's 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 it challenges Cisco. It completely sort of changes the way you view this Dominion War. Like I said, if even if they win, you have to think, well, do they win on a lie? You know, that's something very interesting to consider. And uh, but there's just like a lot of good episodes and a lot of good episodes on both uh, kinds because I was looking through and there's like there's really good end of an arc episodes like Sacrifice of Angels which is in that six season arc I was talking about. There's uh, like the Maleficent Ferengi which is fun. There's Waltz which is like the just incredible writing. There's Who Mourns for Morn which was just silly. There's Far Beyond the Stars which was like really challenging or even like One Little Ship which is like a hey tiny ship fun you know yeah. there's like all kinds of weird little interesting and somewhat sometimes creative sometimes enjoyable sometimes deeply saddening episodes this season it just kind of ran the gambit of what i love star trek to do and and i might dare say i think we asked this question a long time ago but uh this might challenge tng season five for me like the best overall season of star trek mm. just like overall quality there's only like three episodes I don't like, and even those are none I hate necessarily. So yeah, it's it's just the strongest season for me uh, I can remember. But in the Pilgrim Light was just the notch above. How about you, Sarah? Oh my gosh, I'm I'm still even a little bit on the fence. Uh, Times Orphan made me cry the most. Um, I really liked Statistical Probabilities with all of Ooh, the genetically cool. engineered people. Mm-hmm. And, and Julian. Um, you mentioned the Magnus- Magnificent Ferengi, which was just fun because Ferengi's doing, you know, a heist or whatever they were doing is just fun always. Um, and I really like Change of Heart as well because it made me like Worf again, which, and specifically Worf yeah. and Jadzia, which I did not think would happen. Yeah. But it did. True. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm probably going to have to go with Waltz as my favorite episode nice. or the mm. best episode because that really gave 
um, the actors who play Captain Sisko and Goldicott a chance to show off their acting chops, and they did a wonderful, wonderful job. Yeah. It, that, that episode is just, like I said, some of the best writing on, on mm-hmm. Star Trek. Their their dialogue exchanges are, are incredible in that episode. Yes. And really sets up like the final confrontation between Dukat and them and other stakes. Even more stakes. All the stakes for them. So now. many stakes. They better be, they better be medium rare. They better be medium rare. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to the cow well, pun, how about Peter. <laughs> well how about you peter what's your best episode uh so as i will say like top top for me is much like ben in the pale moonlight there's just so much of that so much in that episode to absolutely love like this episode is pretty much perfect star trek for me right now be- mm. be- because because be- because at, at, at least for me, and I, I, I think I think for everyone it's different. But but for but for me, a, a lot a, a lot a lot of Star Trek has to do with, you know, kind of navigating that, na, na, navigating that 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 that, that, that kind of that 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 gray, that gray zone, um, because 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 what we've gotten more often with with our Star Trek series, um, nothing like nothing is nothing is black and white, and you and you have to like kind of question the the morality of everything. And this is like the captain himself, literally like walking that very 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 fine line that he has now made for himself. And exa- and exactly like like you said, Ben, and, and like like we brought up, like like we brought up in the episode when, when we recorded for, for for recorded for Pale Moonlight. If they win, was it worth it? If they lose, was it worth it? Um, but 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 for, but for me for me for me episodes that that stood out to me along with in the pale moonlight stood stood out stood out because because I want to see what the end game is for it. What is the next step? How would this play out? So in the pale moonlight, obviously for 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 whether for whether or not for for whether or not um they win the Dominion War. Um, but 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 also but also Inquisition with with with, Ju- with Julian and and le- and learning that there is this Area Fifty One esque whole department division of 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 like of like United Federation of Planets or what or whatever like or or is, or is it or is it just Earth? Uh, it- yeah, it's the Federation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all of them. Okay, yeah, so yeah, so the Fed- so so for the Federation and 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 how and how and like knowing that there is this like super deep dark underbelly of everything where, where, it's, where it's like where it's like oh yeah everything's hunky-dory but we actually still do some really fucked up shit and how and how they said at the end how they and how they were all kind of looking at julian at the end where it's like if where it's like you know they don't seem like the kind of people to say people to take no lightly so next time they show up julian you really are going to become a super spy and you're going to do some double agent shit so so there so, so there was that uh, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah brought up Waltz, and and like that, like that was great because that that was fantastic because it's like okay, how like how was just the how, how was just the the butting of heads and 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 the now very very personal fight of but but between Cisco and Ducat, how 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 was that how was that going to play out and how how how, how were they going to resolve that if at all. Some someone's gonna die, um, but 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 then but then also, but then also obviously I think the 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 season finale tears of the prophets 
now that the stakes have been raised so high with the death of one of with, with the death of one of the best characters of this of this show one of my favorite characters in all of star trek jadzia dax like how is this how is this entire war going to play out now now that it's like okay now 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 what what o'brien said in the, in the episode before that you know saying it's you know saying one of us could not be here and now it's like okay so y'all weren't playing any of you could die what's gonna happen and, and i think i think that's why these four episodes stood out to me because it's like i want to see where they take them i want mm. to see what the end game is for 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 these kind of questions that they that 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 they, that they have opened up because the next season is the final season of deep space nine very 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 well said all right well next up is mvp of the main season cast uh so sarah who's your mvp it's hard to say for me um i guess i'll have to give I'm going to give it to captain cisco because he not only um was very in- influential in the dominion <coughs> war with with everything that he did, but he also had this great internal struggle between being the Bajoran emissary and being a Starfleet officer, and um, even when he made the wrong choice about which of those roles he should fulfill, um, he, he he I don't know he stuck to it. I guess he didn't it it. it he didn't have a choice because I mean he made the choice and then it was the wrong choice and then he felt bad about it. But I don't know, just uh, that that whole arc that his character went through was very interesting. But I'm gonna give an honorable mention to Worf because again, after that one Risa episode, I didn't think I was gonna yeah. like his character anymore, and I really yeah. didn't think I was gonna like him and Jadzia together anymore. But he had some good character growth this season and. Like made me not too. hate him by the end of it. Right, right. To make me actually sad when Jezia's last line is about Worf and not yeah. being mad that her last line is about Worf is very tough to do. Mm-hmm. And I was impressed by that. Uh, how about you, uh, Peter? I'm going to say Cisco as well because just of the different decisions that he has made and how the, and like the ripple effect that they have had on everything i mean yes he's the main character but still but still uh this the ripple effect that 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 they've had that they've had on everything and and him kind of and him really questioning you know did i do the right thing i mean i mean i mean even i mean even 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 now like with the with the wormhole being closed and like and just just him as an emissary to the bajorans him wondering him now having to deal with the repercussions of, of of him going against them and like and 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 leading the attack on um on, on the Cardassian sector himself that's a heavy burden to carry and just re- and just really how 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 much has been put on his shoulders in season 6 and how he's dealt with that is like is really fascinating to watch I think it, it, it the, the 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 writers of the show have 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 really have, have really allowed James Avery they they really allowed not why did I say James Avery they, 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 <laughs> yeah, James, jewelry um they they've 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 really allowed Cisco to like to, to like really come into his own as far as like 
as far as like how much he means to everything, literally everything that's going on in this show. Peter, you said that yeah, much better yeah. than I did. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I could follow it because unfortunately mine is also Benjamin Sisko. Uh, three for three for us. Uh, yeah, he's 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 been incredible this season. I mean, let's not even forget like the the great episode uh, Far Beyond the Stars, where where Benjamin is uh, uh, you know, Freddie Russell, I think was his character's name, uh, mm. the 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 writer in the nineteen fifties, and you just get to see. Uh, I don't know if you could technically count that as a Cisco moment or not, but it's part of his whole arc as like the dreamer of this thing. He is this he is this religious construct. He is he is the Messiah. And he is the Cisco instead of the Messiah, and yeah. this is the season where he really became the Cisco, um, and what that means uh, that the end of it, the tragedy of losing his his closest friend, and uh, the tragedy of of losing his connection to his uh, spiritual side, um, him taking back DS Nine was so incredible. Uh, him getting his baseball back, even in the most darkest way possible, was brilliant. Uh, and he really was like sort of the commander and the leader and uh, the person you'd want to go into battle with this season. I mean, yeah. he's the guy who you want to uh, believe in, uh, for better or worse. Uh, but even in still in that, when he's the leader and he's the messiah, he still is uh, tormented in the uh, in the pale moonlight. He still is a uh, a person willing to go to extreme lengths uh, to to save uh, what he can you know in this in this terrible war where things are not black and white and that's that's why i think he's so good in this season and uh why he's he's my personal choice though um i have to agree with us sarah that wharf uh does get my most improved award at the very least Uh, it finally felt like they knew what they were doing with wharf after after two seasons where they did not um which i'm very happy about so um I don't think Michael Dorn ever changed. He's always great at that role. I think they just Certainly. finally figured out how to write him into this show now, finally. And uh, him uh, going to be pissed off about Jadzia is great. I want him to murder some some Dominions and some Cardassians. I want a lot of angry Worf next season uh, mm-hmm. for this, uh, hopefully. Everyone's out for vengeance. Everyone's out for blood. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So next up is best guest star. So this is uh, you know a person who shows up uh, in only a single episode uh, who we were really struck with. So Peter, who's your choice? Mm. I think because of the episode itself, I'm gonna go with Tim Waters, played by Paul Popovich from um, fucking what 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 what's, what what episode was that? Uh, it Valiant. Was Valiant. Valiant. Thank you, Valiant. Because it's like, this is an episode that is dealing with literally kids fighting in not just a war, but like a galactic war. And this, this mirrors so much of, like, this mirrors, like, quite literally, just basically, like, at the very least, every war that has been fought and is being fought over the past 60 years different countries sending their young Mm. into battle and those exact same young young people having to take on the kinds of responsibility and 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 decision making moments 
that on the grant that on that on the grand in the grand scheme of things on the whole they are likely not ready for because oh my god it affects so much more than just them so to play the role of someone who whose commanding officer died and him taking on the role of like of, of, of commanding his peers people who are his age and younger and some of them as young as 17 literally children mm-hmm. that's a very heavy role to have a heavy role to play especially especially when you add in kind of the substance abuse that 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 they that 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 that, that they that they kind of tacked on to his character while trying to do what he did so i i th- that that what that was kind of the best guest star for me because it's like the the role that he played was it's 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 a it's a very 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 real one that anyone can relate to whether you know someone or you know someone who knew someone i think i think a lot of people can relate to that kind of tough shit damn peter you are on fire today oh my god it's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, crushing us sarah with these uh these incredible takes my god Whew, I can't live up. All right, sorry, Sarah. You have to follow that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Who's your choice I for mean, best guest star? I was I was gonna give it to Christopher Shea because he did some great body acting as a reanimated corpse. I mean, as Kevon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did I call him Kevin? Yeah, he's <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Just well, Kevin. We, we did get. I, I allowed us. I allowed us to choose Kevin, even if it was the two episodes, because he was only briefly in the first one but he's he's such a smarmy asshole yeah right like... smarmy asshole <laughs> so why'd you pick a uh, kivon or kevin well he was he was just very memorable to me even after the one episode that he was in very briefly he really made an impression that i i, I was i wasn't kidding like he, he it is you know, not always. Well, I, I say it's not easy to walk like a corpse, but then you have all of those people who do the great zombie acting and various zombie mm. things. Um, but he was just so funny, <laughs> and you know, to die in your last line is I hate Ferengi. It was just perfect. His delivery was so good. It was. It, it was like it's. It's basically how any of us would say it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a it's just a brilliant uh, brilliant way to finish. Um, yeah, I I uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, in that same episode. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Iggy Pop as Yilgren. Yeah, uh, just for inspired casting. Like I I'm not gonna lie. Like maybe it's not the best performance, but he's just so perfect as a Ferengi who was so over this shit. Not Ferengi, sorry, Vorta. Uh, Vorta, who's so over this shit. He is just so deeply annoyed by all of Cork's shit. And every line he gives in that classic Iggy Pop drawl just cracks me the fuck up. It was just like the perfect weird casting. And as soon as he showed up, I was like, Iggy Pop? What the fuck? <laughs> is that voice is so memorable to me. And it's uh, it's great. It just made me very happy. Um, I do want to give two special commendations, though. Um in terms of very challenging uh, this was tough to pick like a best guest star because there was a lot of really good uh, uh guest ensembles there was like all the yeah. Ferengi 
in Manchester Ferengi and there was like uh, all the kids and Valiant, you know, and like, so it was hard for me to pick just one character from those uh, personally. Um, but the, the two I do want to point out, uh, one is Deborah Wilson for Lisa Cusack in uh, uh, The Sound of Her Voice. I just thought she did such a good job of uh, portraying emotion and a vocal only performance. And I think I like that episode more uh, than you guys. And uh, I think her performance is a big part of that. And uh, I also wanted to uh, shout out uh, Michelle Kruziek. Sorry if I'm butchering that name. Uh, who played Farrell Molly O'Brien. The uh, She was my O'Brien. honorable mention. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you want to talk about her, Sarah? No, you go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, just just a, one thing we didn't talk about in the episode is her her physical performance is really really good. Yeah. Uh, to to kind of move in like an animalistic way, and it's hard not to to do that and not feel like silly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she portrayed a lot of deep emotion. Then I think she's a big reason why we all cried. <laughs> so yes, that's uh that's always worthy of something. For sure. All right. So next up is best recurring guest star. So these are you know. Characters aren't quite main characters, but show up again and again. Uh, and for me, that would be Ducat. Uh, I talked about it in Walt's episode. Uh, that is uh, when I realized Ducat has probably surpassed Q. And I'm planting my flag now. I think he surpassed Q as my favorite single Star Trek villain. Um, I think he oh, is one of the most incredible characters on any Star Trek show. Uh, he's such a tortured, layered protagonist. He's gone through so many iterations. He really does remind me of a Shakespearean wow. villain like Iago or, uh, or uh, um, I can't remember the other one. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, he he's he's had such an interesting arc, particularly this season. You know, from losing Zayal to losing his mind to Waltz, where he was like fighting with himself and with. Uh, and, and with uh, Cisco, and now he's like gonna fight gods. It's like it's, it's downright, you know, Olympian almost. Uh, it's it's really fascinating, and he's just become such an interesting villain. I think Mark Alamino is just one of those great character actors who's uh who's just uh kind of perfect to play an alien. You know, he's just got the most long neck that is perfect for a, <laughs> a, a cobra-like uh, alien, and um, he's just so. Uh, intimidating and fascinating and pitiful and mournful and this is the season that really uh, sold that to me uh so yeah that's why ducat (coughs) how about you peter see this is when i give you props for describing ducat because that's exactly who i was gonna say like i i just love how they've developed his character it's like it's like it's like he's gone from being totally serious to now a man gone mad and bent on he doesn't think it's vengeance i still think it's vengeance no matter what he says just because of like everything that's happened to him happened to him over now the past six seasons and his developing relationship with everyone and how he's interpreted everything um so yes like ducat for sure but but i also still want to bring up weyoun because he will always just be like that like just that that damn smarmy grin smile of his is so perfect and the, and the, and the fact and the fact that the same guy plays brunt the ferengi makes it even better because that just means i get to see it twice on two on two different people yes <laughs> we still haven't gotten our uh our brunt weyun matchup which uh i'm still hoping happens before the end of the season me and, too and to. i would love that 
Just once. Just for like a two-minute scene. That's all I need. Oh, that would be so good. All right. Uh, how about you, Sarah? Uh, I have to agree with you guys. Um, Ducat wins my favorite recurring guest star with uh, an honorable mention of uh, Jeffrey Coombs as both Wayun and Brunt. Um, I don't know. I don't have very much else to say because the both of you have covered it so well. Marco Limo is just really good at being power hungry. He's really good at being crazy. He's really good at being, you know, creepy in that way if he thinks he's being sweet, but he's really just being kind of creepy, but then also genuinely sweet with his daughter or at least trying to be. And um, he does it all. And it's amazing. Yeah, that's succinct and well said. All right, Sarah, let's close it out. What's your rating for okay. the season? I gave this season, I believe, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, it is my highest ranked season thus far. I give it an eight out of nine. Um, it uh, They really covered all the bases this season that made me cry, that made me laugh. They had me on the edge of my seat. And I'm really excited to see where it goes from here because um, – we don't know what Cisco's going to do. We don't know how Deep, Deep Space Nine is going to handle Cisco's absence. We don't know where the Dominion War is going to go. We don't know what's going to happen with Dax when Dax comes back. How does Worf handle it? There's so much to look forward oh to. God. And there's only one season left. I know. So, Can't believe it. I know. Mm. Well, how about you, Peter? Okay, I'm just going to say, first off, I did not think of how Worf will deal with Dak coming back, even mm, at, even right? when, like, again, our, and even when in our last episode, ben, ben Ben brought up how he saw, how, how he saw, like, Dax 1 and Dax 2. I, 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 don't, I don't know why that didn't cross my mind until Sarah said it. Now I'm just like, oh my god, so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also giving this season an 8 out of 9. They're, like, there is so much to love about this season. So much happens, and it's and and for the most part, except I say for like like maybe like a few episodes, it's all good. It's all impactful. It all it all legitimately fully matters to the progression of this story and to the rest of deep of the Deep Space Nine narrative, the story in one way or another. And I am so excited with how, like it's like what what kind kind of kind of what kind of one of the it, one of the biggest quote unquote issues that 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 we that we had that we had with a couple with a couple couple of the past seasons was was that they were very table setty type seasons mm-hmm. where where, where, it's, yeah. where it's like like they were they were trying to set up the pieces and everything and 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 what makes it what makes season six so awesome for me mm-hmm. is that is that we now is that not only is that is that it did two things yes they did some more ta- they did some more table setting for excuse me for season seven but they did that by letting everything that they had set up just happen so and, and it's 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 kind of, it's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like when you watch when you watch a movie in a series or you watch an episode and, or you watch or watch like you know like, like like one episode it one episode in a tv series or you or you play like what like, like one video game in one video game in a, in a game in a gaming series and you're like okay you answered questions but now i have more and like season six does exactly that but i love how but i love the questions that everything i love the questions that everything raises 
how is this going to come back now that now that he feels defeated like when sarah like now that sarah said it how's how's worth going to react going to react to the new dax how's anyone going to react to the new dax for that mm-hmm. matter yeah how how, how is everyone <clears throat> going to deal with like oh shit we could die just like yeah like and and like and like and and, and with with the Bajorans, their their profits now being gone because the wormhole is closed. How 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 are the Bajorans gonna react gonna react to the Federation even being there because they're because not only are their profits gone, but their emissary is nowhere to be found for yes. them at least. Like right. there are so many questions, and I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna agree with all of you. It's an eight out of nine for me. So that makes all of us our highest rated season uh, by far um it is like i said one of the best seasons of star trek just in general there's so many episodes i look back and i go wow i like that one. Oh, i like that one. Oh, i like that one i like that one maybe not that one <laughs> there's only like mm. once or twice i have that feeling which is very rare because star trek is 26 episodes i don't expect any show to be good consistently for 26 episodes a season that's fucking hard like yeah, i that's, that's very i totally understand why star trek goes up and down from episode to episode but this is like the closest and the best that Star Trek has ever come to having like a full season with an arc that I care about. Discovery tried and failed, and this one, uh, even <laughs> a little bit earlier in the style of uh, of of television, um, it succeeded for me. We start with that beautiful six season arc, which was so exciting. The cross cutting between um, uh, the war on two fronts: the war on one uh, occupational front and the war on the invading front is just incredible i don't think i've seen any like show about any war do that which i think is just an incredible way of telling a story um to losing jedzia to losing the aliens to losing the emissary to giving us our sort of empire strikes back moment of you know they are fucked <laughs> everything is bad han is in carbonite luke hasn't doesn't have a hand we're all <laughs> screwed what the fuck this is how you're ending no my god uh you know it is that sort of a. Uh, moment for us and and it's exciting and it's interesting and the war was the entire season which i really appreciated we didn't have any sort of diversions uh like full diversions from it maybe episode by episode but uh look at looking at you star trek discovery yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly then we didn't go to the mirror universe for a little bit you know like we 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 stuck with the show and uh and it was the show showed that like i think it's it's also was a very confident show now uh, valiant is a good example where they uh they murdered a bunch of kids like they just mm-hmm. feel yeah. like they know that their audience is tuned in and willing to deal with something that's dark and maybe not you know uh the best show to sell tide but like it is like a more interesting show uh because it's able to do that and uh, i think this is finally a season where they embrace their the 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 dark without being angsty at all it never feels like discovery where it feels like you know well uh, they eat people cuz you know like it feels like uh genuinely well-earned stakes and drama and and uh it's just been an incredible season to look back on and chew over and i very much enjoy talking with you guys so we give it an eight out of nine which is our highest rating uh for deep space nine season so we're all very, very excited. So next week we will be discussing Season 7, Episode 1, and Episode 2, which are Image in the Sand and Shadows and Symbols. Until then, uh, I don't have my thing, so we pull it up. <laughs> Forget. <laughs> Gotta pull the other one. <laughs> 
As always, I want to thank my lovely co-hosts for joining me every week on this journey. Our theme song is by Captain Meatshield. You can check him out on Twitter at CPTN underscore Meatshield. Our awesome artwork is by Joe Bowen. We are part of the Tuscan Shed Media Network. You can see more of our shows at TuscanShed.com. If you like the show, like, subscribe, rate, and review it any way that you can. It helps new listeners discover our show. Until next time, this is the crew of Geekspace 9 signing off. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.